good afternoon and good evening wherever you may be listening thank you very much for tuning in to the all you listening now podcast i am your host johnny back at it again we get another week i tell you what there's a lot of a lot of things happening in the world of sports uh, shout out to the people who might be watching the french open um, it's a shame that uh, Naomi Osaka, you know, isn't in the tournament, but I obviously we certainly wish her the best. Um, I got in the doll. I can have the field. But having said that, I've had a very, very good week, and I certainly hope you all have as well. All right, I want to start off today's show, as I always do. If you've been listening to the show for a while now, you probably have heard me listen to talk about my social media page, which which can be found on Facebook. If you search R-Y-L now, that's the word R spelled out, Y-L now on Facebook. Again, if you like what you're listening uh, to here, when you go there, if you see anything that you would like to like or comment about, it would do me a great, great honor if you would go and give me a like, give me a follow, it'll only take a quick second for you to do that. And I guarantee you, it won't cost you a dime. So again, look me up on Facebook. It's R-Y-L now, R spelled out Y-L now on Facebook. I appreciate you all for doing that. Also, I wanted to mention when I post my episodes, I also leave a timestamp in the description. So that way, if there's a segment of the show that you actually would like to listen to, you'll actually know where to go find it at. But on today's show, I wanted to, I got a couple things I want to talk about, different spectrums. So certainly bear with me. The first thing I wanted to uh, talk about and mention is something that holds near and dear to my heart. You know, when you were growing up, everyone can remember their all-time favorite cartoon series. Mine, which happens also to be my favorite anime series of all time, is Dragon Ball Z. I couldn't wait until new episodes would come out on Toonami every week. I think this might be the reason why I like to try and stay in fighting shape like I do, actually. But having said that, because of this, I wanted to talk about which arcs in the series I thought were the worst to the best and my reasons why. I have them broken down into six arcs in the series, and I did it based on where I thought the arc began and where it ended just for context. So without further ado, let's start out with what we all know and should agree upon is the worst arc in this series. And that would be the Garlic Jr. arc. So every anime, or any show for that matter, has what we call filler episodes in them, and this arc matches this description perfectly. This arc took place between the Frieza and Android arc, so there was no Goku, and Vegeta had left on his quest to find Goku. I'll be the first to say that though this arc didn't have any real feats to it, at least we did get to see Gohan, Piccolo, Krillin, and some of the other Z fighters get some more shine, and also providing that with their powers combined, they could defeat 
an enemy in Garlic Jr. that would have been pimp slapped by Goku and Vegeta had they been there. You know, I've rewatched Dragon Ball Z many times and I have never rewatched any episode of this arc at all. And I bet none of you did either. So, yep, it gets and deserves the title of worst arc in the Dragon Ball Z franchise. The next arc that I thought was, again, good, not great, but good, was the Android Saga arc. So I already know some of y'all are like, Johnny, what in the blue hell are you talking about? How is this arc just ahead of the Garlic Jr. arc? The Android arc is here, not because it's a bad arc, by the way, because trust me, the only reason this arc is one place ahead of Garlic Jr.'s arc is mainly because I only have six arcs. So purely out of default alone, Garlic Jr. has to be oh, the worst arc or number six. Hell, now that I actually think about it, I should have given it like the 10th spot and left blank dead air space between that arc and this one. But Anyway, uh, back to the topic at hand. Yes, this arc, being, being the Android arc, is good and had a lot of rewatchable moments in it. I think the beginning of this arc started with the arrival of Future Trunks and his fight against Frieza and his dear old dad, King Ko. I started it here because his arrival and complete beatdown of them is what switched up the timeline and made the androids from this timeline stronger. This arc introduced us to a lot of memorable characters like, again, Future Trunks, Android 17 and 18, who are both still around. Um, we saw Vegeta show up for the first time as a Super Saiyan, and it also gave us a couple of really great fights. The Trunk versus Frieza fight, Vegeta versus Android 19, and even the Z Fighters minus Goku versus Android 16, 17, and 18 really weren't fights, but were still cool moments. The best fight in this arc was Piccolo after he feuds with Kami versus Android 17, in my opinion, and is one that I have rewatched several times. Though this arc had a lot of cool moments, there wasn't really anything that really happened in this arc that was a defining moment in the series, for me anyway, which is why I have it here. The next arc that ranks slightly above it would be the Cell arc. So for me, this arc started not when he was introduced kind of out of nowhere drinking up people like they were a 7-Eleven Slurpee. But after he showed up, after Piccolo and Android 17 had basically tired themselves out from their fight. Cell was what I would like to call the ultimate opportunist because he always waited for the right moment to strike. Hell, his whole character was made up based on this. I mean, after all, he knew all of the Z Fighter moves and can use them himself for crying out loud. The thing that makes this arc interesting is the character development in a couple of characters, mainly Goku and Gohan. From Goku's point of view, him having that father moment to realize that his son was stronger than him and their only chance of beating Cell was in him was actually a pivotal moment. Goku up to that point 
had never really actually thought that he couldn't beat any enemy outside of probably Raditz, uh, which we'll get to that later. So him coming to this way of thinking is huge. Also, we finally get to see Gohan, who we always knew had this massive potential, finally get to unleash it. And it was one of the coolest DBZ moments of all times, in my opinion. I still remember Gohan snatching them sensu beans out of Cell's hands like a boss. Like, give me that shit. That's mine. Told you to touch it. We also got to see what Super Saiyan 2 looks like and with the lightning in it. And it was just, it was just really, it was just badass. Vegeta had a moment, but he had a couple of other more important character development arcs to me that I will talk about later. Cell as a villain is always downplayed for some reason, but I for one would love to see him make a comeback in the Dragon Ball Super anime since, again, to me, his his villainous, if that's even a word, to me, he was one of the best villains in all of the Dragon Ball series, whether you're talking about regular Dragon Ball, Z, or even in Super. I know um, the writer of Dragon Ball Z said that he hasn't brought back so simply because his character design is really hard, you know, the drawings and stuff to get each detail right. So, but hopefully we'll see him again. The third best arc in Dragon Ball Z was the Saiyan Saga arc. This entire arc really was what shaped Dragon Ball Z. We all knew that Goku was some type of alien, but we didn't know from where. And with the arrival of the Saiyans, it helped us get some much needed background into Goku's story and helped us understand more of his origins. His brother Raditz showing up and pimp slapping the shit out of him <laughs> um, and taking his son showed us how much a gap in power the Saiyans were compared to the Z fighters. During this arc, we saw two enemies team up to defeat Raditz, which also caused the death of Goku via sacrifice because, you know, he held Raditz while Piccolo fired his special bean cannon into him. Which, by the way, up until that point, Piccolo was actually considered an enemy to the Z Fighters. He had to go back and watch Dragon Ball to understand that. But anyway, then, of course, to have Piccolo take Gohan to train him um, was huge. Plus, it started to help build a bond between the two while humanizing Piccolo. The other thing was we got introduced to King Kai, who is a godlike figure over that universe, who also was, you know, a trainer who actually uh, trained Goku in the afterlife, and Vegeta, who is a staple in the DBZ universe, and started his rivalry with Goku, or Kakarot, as he likes to call him. We should have known that this was going to be something considering how Goku actually pleaded with Krillin to let him live after great ape Gohan fell on him after getting his tail cut off and pretty much crippling Vegeta. If you don't remember that arc, go back and watch it. It was actually, uh, it, it, it was pretty cool. That whole Goku versus Vegeta fight, that first one is still and probably is the most iconic fight of Dragon Ball Z in my opinion. 
this arc had a lot of things that set up later arcs, which is why I have it here as my number, th as my third best arc in the whole, in the whole series. My second is the Majin Buu arc. You know, I've read or have seen a lot of fans of Dragon Ball Z either say that this arc sucked or really not discuss it much. But this arc is really amazing in its entirety. There is so much here in the Majin Buu arc that I don't know where to begin. So I'll just start off by saying, how can you not love a story where the villain actually wins? If y'all don't recall, after Super Buu got the thing snatched out of him, you know, he started, you know, devolving back into Kid Buu, who is the strongest form of Buu, and he ended up actually blowing up the earth, which was exactly what Goku and Vegeta was trying to stop him from doing. Then, of course, he went around the other universes just blowing up stuff. So, I mean, yeah, he was winning. He was pulling the Thanos. I mean, after all, I mean, that's why we loved Infinity War so much, right? Because Thanos actually beat the Avengers. The arc also gave us one of my favorite characters in the entire series, Majin Vegeta. And in my opinion, the best fight in all of Dragon Ball Z, which was Majin Vegeta versus Goku. So many characters were built during this entire arc also. There's many like Gohan re-unlocking his potential. Again, I didn't think you actually needed it. I mean, he got it unlocked once with the elder, the elder Namekian um, in the Namek Frieza arc. But for some reason, I guess it liked itself away again. I guess Gohan lost that key. So he had to get it unlocked again to Gotenks and Trunks going Super Saiyan and then learning Fusion from Goku and then going Super Saiyan 3 after they fused. Of course, Goku was the first to actually uh, do this, turning Super Saiyan 3. And when he did it, it was a really incredible moment. Not gonna lie. The one that stuck out the most in this arc from a character development standpoint was Vegeta's character. And here's why. He went from wanting to surpass Goku so bad that he let the evil wizard Bobbity take control of his mind to give him a boost in power to caring enough for his family that he sacrificed his own life to try and defeat Fat Boo. Majin Boo was Fat Boo at the time. Of course, that failed, but later on he finally came to the understanding and the resolve that Goku was just better than him and he made peace with it. The final fight of Goku versus Majin Buu wasn't the best fight in my opinion, but it still gave me plenty of gut-wrenching moments during that fight. This arc is very underrated and honestly was put together great. But this arc that I'm about to mention is a little bit better and I kind of gave you a spoiler when I was talking here. The number one arc in Dragon Ball Z was the Na Namek slash Frieza arc. Really, it was a Frieza arc, really, entirely. So, as we all know, Frieza is the most iconic villain in all of Dragon Ball Z. He was the big bad boss that everybody feared and that everybody and that everybody thought was unbeatable. And of course, it showed Goku then having him, you know, fly, you know, or take a 
spaceship rather to Namek. Early on, his son Krillin and Boma actually went to Namek to try to retrieve those Dragon Balls. And, you know, obviously it had Frieza showing up to try to get the same thing because he was trying to wish for immortality to Vegeta showing up to Frieza and obviously his henchmen and the Ginyu Force showing up who were the elite fighting force at the time to, you know, obviously Goku. Well, I really actually before that, all the Z fighters, including Vegeta, getting pimp slapped by all of them. And finally, Goku coming in and just owning the Ginyu Force to Captain Ginyu's shenanigans with body switches and all of that to ultimately them having to face off versus Frieza. And we all know the most iconic fight, well, in my opinion, second most iconic fight in the whole series was Goku versus Frieza. Because up to that point, Frieza was pretty much torn around with all the Z fighters. He actually transformed into his final form for no other reason just to show them that, hey, you guys got no shot at beating me. Because he was really whipping the shit out of all of them. Especially when he got into his third and final form. Oh, his third form, excuse me. His fourth form was his final form. And at that point, yeah, he was just laying waste to all of them. He obviously, Vegeta died in that arc trying to fight him. And his plea to Goku and telling him exactly who Frieza was and what he did to their people. And basically, you know, laying on the ground, crying as he was basically passing on. You know, telling Goku to avenge the Saiyans and don't let him win. To, you know, obviously seeing Goku fight helplessly versus Frieza. Um, ultimately hitting him with a spirit bomb. Thinking Frieza was gone. And nope, Frieza comes back. Kills his best friend. Goku goes nuts. Super Saiyan. Look, I can give you commentary on the entire arc. But it was amazing. It helped establish the Super Saiyan that Frieza was so terrified of. Which is why he actually destroyed the planet Vegeta. Where the Saiyans lived in the first place because he didn't want anybody to rise up and potentially beat him. The entire Frieza arc I've rewatched more times than I can count and I'm sure you all have too which is why it deserves my top spot for best arc in Dragon Ball Z. Alright let me transition from one of my favorite animes to talking about an anniversary that happened this week. On Monday was the anniversary of Black Wall Street and the unfortunate destruction that happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma around it. Just in case some of you all don't know about Black Wall Street and that entire area. So basically there was a all black district part of what is now Tulsa but it was called Greenwood. And just like there was Wall Street in New York, black people started to set up their own type of Wall Street because back then in 1921, we really were not given any fair stake to it. So we again tried to establish our own. But then a armed white mob attacked all black district and destroyed about 40 square blocks of that city, which if you don't know how big 40 square blocks is, it's pretty huge, and killed several thousand black people. Many talk about it as 
one of the worst racial violence episodes in U.S. history. And why is that important today? It's important today because, as y'all know, I'm a black man. I've said it on many. I said it on many occasions. And the fight that we have, and in many ways are still fighting for economic equality and a fair shot to achieve what is the so-called American dream. Now, I do realize that that American dream can mean many things to many people, but the baseline premise of it is supposed to be everybody getting a fair shake to achieve what they want without bias, without resentment, and without roadblocks. But as we sit here today, In 2021, we still are fighting to remove many of the same roadblocks that a lot of people have been fighting for for 100 years. Now, have we gotten better since that horrific situation? In 1921, yes. And I would be lying to you if I told you that we hadn't. But just because we've gotten better does not mean we're at the best place for every black, Hispanic, Jewish, or, and again, the, the list goes on and on of minorities who are still asking for their fair shake. We're not asking for anybody to have to take away to give us. We're not looking for handouts. We just want the same opportunities to go get ours and to get it in what's supposed to be called the American way. That tragedy that happened in 1921 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, should remind us all of where we're coming from in this country. So hopefully it can remind us of where we're fighting to go. And I believe we're on the right track, but let's keep pushing. All right, real quick, as y'all know, the NBA playoffs has been happening. And again, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because the second round matchups haven't exactly shaped up, except for on the east side. So I'm not going to really dive too deep into it because we still need the West to finish. But here's what I will say. Boy, if both L.A. teams lose and people were picking those L.A. teams to make the Western Conference Finals this year. Now, one of those L.A. teams will have an excuse. The team that I labeled a purple puke in the Lakers. At least, you know, they were like Anthony Davis. The Clippers better not lose to Dallas. They just better not. But tell you what, next week we'll actually cover more of the NBA because I want these second, I want these first round matchups to go ahead and finish. We're really just waiting on the Portland, Denver, Lakers, Suns, and Clippers, Mavericks series to finish up. So next week we'll talk about the second round matchups in the West, and then we'll actually be able to dive into some of the probably game one and maybe twos of the Eastern Conference second round matchups. But we'll do that next week. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here for today. I'm, I appreciate you all for tuning in. Remember, if you like the content, follow me on my social media page on Facebook, RYL Now. That's RYL Now on Facebook. Y'all have a very, very good week. Talk to y'all later. Peace.